a dive of the morning to you. It's Wednesday, middle of the week, December 9th, 9 a.m. Central Time. My name is Michael, and you are at the kitchen table. Pull up a chair. Every morning, Monday through Friday, we get together for about an hour here at the kitchen table on FPTV Radio. We, uh, we talk about things going on in the world, have some fun. We sit here and we find the problems and we fix them. <laughs> we fix everything here at the kitchen table. Then we go about our day and forget everything we talked about. <laughs> but anyway, we have fun doing it. Hope you're having a good day. FBTV Radio. The Kitchen Table is brought to you by Taltoa, T-A-L-T-O-A.com, if you want to check them out. If you've been thinking about uh, getting into the transportation industry as a broker, maybe a freight broker agent, now is the time to uh, be checking out Taltoa. Things have changed a little bit at Taltoa, if you've noticed on the website. But uh, something new's got up there in the last couple of days. A couple of new packages. Matter of fact, I think there's three total coming. You've got the Freight Broker 60, Freight Broker 90. These are live. They include in-depth, no-travel, live training with placement. Placement into the Tatoa Mentorship Program, your choice. Check it out. Now, they're not available yet, but the information's up there. You can go in there, as a matter of fact, on the Tatoa website. It has the uh, TMPP, Tatoa Mentorship Program Placement FAQ page, and it'll answer all your questions. And if you want to... Uh, Talk to somebody about that, what's coming up uh, here next couple of weeks, I'm sure. 479-668-0838 is the number to call. Matter of fact, I'm the lead consultant at Tautoa. If you want to call and talk to me, well, feel free. I'd be happy to talk to you about it. All right. FBTV Radio. Broadcasting 24-7. We're just uh, one part of it. If you miss the live broadcast, obviously, if you're listening to this outside the hours of 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, well, obviously, you know you can listen to it <laughs> outside of those hours. Uh, every, every day at the end of the uh, broadcast, 9 a.m. broadcast, we will uh, air, 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 the kitchen table airs several times throughout the day on FBTV Radio, but you can also catch it as our podcast. And it, uh, it it's made available via your favorite podcast app at 11, 12 o'clock Central Time, sometimes maybe just a tad bit earlier. But uh, whatever your favorite podcast app, be it iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, whatever, yeah, rate us. 
subscribe. You know, give us those five stars. If you want to leave a nice comment, yeah, we'd appreciate that too. Anything helps. I'm trying to grow the channel. And it is. It is. Matter of fact, notice that uh, yesterday we had listeners from Russia. So if you're listening again this morning, glad to have you here at the kitchen table. Any questions, comments, messages you'd like to make, feel free to do so. You can call us using our studio line, 479-668-0213. You can email us, fbtv at freightbrokertv.com. And the countless number of forums available on our website. It is going to be a beautiful day here in Arkansas today and tomorrow. And yes, I will probably be going to the lake this afternoon and even tomorrow afternoon. We're talking about 70 as a high today. Although when I scroll through the weather channels by our temps, the highest it gets is 68. I don't know. How can they say, how can the, how can the weather app say, okay, okay it's going to be 70, but it only goes up to 68 on their hourly for, I guess sometime between three and four o'clock, we will hit 70 or maybe between two and three. I don't know. But anyway, tomorrow going to be 75. And the thing is, when I go to the lake, take the boat, I, you know, I, I look at the weather channel for the temp and I got that app on the phone. But I've really got to go to Noah. See what Noah says. Now, Noah says it's going to be 72 today, 74 tomorrow. But what I go to Noah for is the wind. I don't want to be blown around. It says today, west wind around 5 miles per hour. Surprise is not a south wind, considering how warm it's going to be. Uh, same thing tomorrow. Now, tomorrow's going to be an east wind. <laughs> but anyway, it uh, gets uh, wet and cooler after that. So you got to take advantage of it while you can this time of year. As we are in the holiday season, edging up to that to magical day. Obviously, Christmas. <laughs> I know a lot of you think of New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, uh, when you're young, it's Christmas, Christmas Eve. Then when you get a little bit older, yeah, the holiday you look forward to is New Year's Eve, right? I think everybody's looking to forward to New Year's Eve this year. You get uh, 2020 behind this, get into 2021, which I uh, hopefully gets better. Hopefully it's a lot better in 2020, but anyway. We will soon find out. Okay, question of the day. Nobody got this. Yesterday's question in the past year, about 10% of us have done this while at work. Again, some of you people, your minds are really in the gutter. <laughs> All right, in the past year, about 10% of us have done this while at work. What is it? 
taken a work call in the bathroom. In other words, we're in the bathroom and we are on the phone talking business. 10% of us have done that in the past year. And yes, I will admit, I am one of those 10%. Probably more. Probably higher than that, but anyway. Okay, today's question. 87% of women have at least one of these in their purse. And let's not go that route, okay? Not today. (laughs) 87% of women have at least one of these in their purse. You know, the kind of answers you give me, that, that tells me the type of audience we're building here, or the active audience, anyway. Have fun with it, but, uh, Nah, it's not going to be anything bad, embarrassing, or anything like that. I'll give you a heads up there. And actually, if, you're, if your mind's not in the gutter like that, <laughs> uh, you're going to be surprised at what it is. 87% have at least one of these in their purse. And probably what you're thinking about, which came to my mind just now, I would almost bet you 100% of women have that in their purse, but that's, that's not 87% of women. 87% of women have at least one of these in their purse. Again, if you got an answer, you want to share it, you want to play, you want to play, you want to participate, <laughs> FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com with your answer, 479 0213, you can uh, call our studio line, leave a message if you wish. Go to our website, freebrokertv.com, and uh, leave a message. All right, what's going on in the world? Here's something kind of wild. FMCSA Clearinghouse, Drug Clearinghouse. If I can get this page separated, why is it being cantankerous? We'll just do it like that. FMCSA Drug Clearing House in business for about 10 months now. 46,000 violations. Can you believe that? Nearly 46,000 driver drug related violations have been recorded in the uh, Federal Drug and Alcohol Clearing House during its first 10 months of operation. Only about 4,400 drivers have completed their return-to-duty requirements. What about the uh, other 42,000? Hmm. You'd think maybe that has something to do with the uh, driver shortage? Anyway, the leading number of drug test failures, 24,000, was for, you guessed it, Mary Jane. Pot. Marijuana. Let's see, what else? There were more than uh, 6,650 failed tests for cocaine use. Come on, guys. 4,280 failed tests for amphetamines. Also included in the total were 2,000 drug tests that were suspected attempts to cheat. Yeah, I don't know why people try to do that. It's pretty obvious anymore. You know, you get, you get busted doing that. Clearinghouse is a database containing information on commercial driver license holder, drug and alcohol violations, 
Now, this is different from your DAC, your DAC report. Carrier state driver license agencies and law enforcement officials use the clearinghouse to check a driver's violation. That, that number floored me. 40, that's 4,600 a month. I mean, it floored me that there were actually that many violations. Drug related. And the, 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 well, what's more, uh, what's more crazier than that is out of 46,000 Drivers-related violations, only 4,400 of those drivers have returned back to work. That's a pretty big number. 42,000 drivers out of the workforce right now doing something else, working at McDonald's maybe. I wonder how long that information stays on the uh, driving record at the uh, clearinghouse because obviously they're pulling it up. I'm sure we can find that out somewhere. May need to. All right. We got a lot of stuff we're talking about today. 36,000 pound flatbed truck helps Santa break a Guinness Book of World Records. Going to be talking about that. The owner operator is willing to pay a tolls in Southern California. That's what they say, but I doubt it. Doubt it. Sticker shock. Produce shippers. Sticker shock. <laughs> we're going to be talking about that too, as well as birthdays and other fun stuff. WD-40. Everybody uses WD-40. Coming up today, we're going to be talking about some amazing uses for WD-40 that maybe you haven't thought of. That's all coming up, too. You're at the kitchen table. Pull up a chair. Call your call your friend. Tell him to turn on FBTV radio. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Don't go anywhere. the day i can't get a bite hey welcome back you're at the kitchen table here on fbtv radio every morning 9 a.m central time we get together for an hour talk about how to fix the world <laughs> we go on about our day no i went to the uh, lake on saturday pretty nice day took the boat out yeah i say that <laughs> i say that it just dawned on me i said that like yeah we took the family out no i took the boat out but uh, didn't, didn't get a bite. Not a bite. But I really went to have a good time. Today I'm going to go back to fish. I mean, I fished the other day, but I don't know. I, I went out to get out. You know, get you know, it's that cabin fever thing. You get out a little bit. <clears throat> so that's why I went out. Today I'm going to fish. Tomorrow too. And it uh, looks like uh, we were talking about Scott Martin the other day. Looks like he made it to the Elite, the Bassmaster Elite. We're not going to get. We're not going to have a fishing show. We may have one of those coming up, but it won't be anything to do on uh, FBTV, obviously. But uh, if 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 that podcast video area does start, I'll keep you up to date on that. All right, diesel prices. We didn't talk about that. We haven't talked about that this week. It's up again, up two cents. 252 a gallon. Gasoline's up three cents, 215 a gallon. And I think we're going to continue seeing the fuel prices go up, especially now that uh, uh, President elect, maybe, 
who knows? I, I don't. I, I don't think it's going to be obvious <laughs> until January. But uh, there's. I think there's going to be a fight going on between now and January. Just now, I think his tables turned a little bit, and I think uh, President Trump is starting to accept it somewhat, and he's not happy. And I saw Rudy Giuliani. He came down with, uh, or he's been tested positive with the coronavirus, so we wish him well. It just amazes me. You know, go back 20 years, 119. Go back to 9-11. Giuliani was mayor. And uh, to be honest with you, I think it was pretty much held across the country, maybe the world. that he was the best mayor New York City could have had during that period. It just, uh, his stock was so high, you know. And today, like everybody's forgotten that. But, anyway, our best to him. Hey, we get FBTV stuff. We're getting close, you know, two weeks from Friday. Now you didn't want to hear that, did did you? I think it's two weeks, isn't it? Yeah, two weeks. Yep, two weeks from Friday. What is going on on the 11th? Okay. Two weeks from Friday. Actually, two weeks from tomorrow, Christmas Eve. And, uh, you know, everybody's going to be in that mood. Nobody does anything on Christmas Eve. I believe at Tatoa. Uh, I believe if we're open, we'll be out of the office by noon. Christmas parties going on. Christmas parties this year have got to be kind of weird. You know, if you work for a company that has Christmas parties. I, I say that. But I'm sure these Christmas parties, people start taking their mask off and... I don't know. I'm just ready for all this craziness to be over. I, I'm tired of having to wear a mask. My, my, tired of having to wear a, a mask. I was, well, my wife just took my car to work this morning, and I have a uh, a neck gaiter that I hang on my rearview mirror. You know, so it's always in the car. So if I get out, I got, you know, I can put it on, pull it up over my face and everybody's happy. You know, nobody gives me a hard time. And uh, <laughs> she brought it in. Uh, she she goes bowling. She she bowls in a bowling league on Tuesday nights. And she took my uh, card of bowling last night. She came out. Oh, I got up this morning. I saw on the kitchen counter, there's my gator that I keep hanging on my rear view mirror. And uh, she was out. I go, what, what? You know, put my gator back. She goes, I'll put it down the thing. It looks like underwear hanging from your rearview mirror. I thought, underwear? Where did that come from? But anyway. <laughs> All right. Is it your birthday? Well, if it is, happy birthday to you if you got a birthday coming up. Or a friend or a loved one, obviously. And we say, tell you this every day. You can uh, email us the information, call us, 
Go to the website, FreightBrokerTV.com, fill out a form, let us know. Name, rank, serial number, no. You know, name, name of the person's having a birthday. Maybe a greeting you'd like to, us to send out to them. Matter of fact, if you call the studio line, you got a friend or a loved one uh, having a birthday, you want to wish them a birthday wish, you can do that. Call our studio line. And, uh... Don't forget to, you know, put the date in there, the birth date. But, uh, yeah, whatever message you'd like to be added, we'll play it. We'll play it on the air. Okay, so that way it'll be very special to them. But uh, FBTV at FreightBrokerTV.com is our website. Okay, birthdays today. Man, I tell you what, if this is your birthday and you're not an actor or actress eh, probably should have been because holy smoke okay let's go back to 1886 Clarence Birdseye you know I saw a documentary on that guy or Birdseye frozen vegetables I think it's on YouTube anyway born this day back in 1886 Emmett Kelly the clown born on this date back in 1898 if, if that name sounds familiar then if they have those, uh, probably because your mom or grandma had those little figurines and uh, those Emmett Kelly figurines, I think, were pretty valuable. Or a lot of people had them, but that's the, he was a famous clown. Douglas Fairbanks Jr., born on this bed date back in 1909. Broderick Crawford, 1911. Tip O'Neill. Thomas P. Tip O'Neill, Speaker of the House. He was born on this day back in 1912. Remember him back during the uh, Watergate hearings and things like that. He was even in uh, even in that movie uh, Dave. Always liked that movie. Kevin Klein, Sigourney Weaver. You know where he's the uh, impersonator, presidential impersonator. And the president actually has a stroke, and he ends up being the, uh, or they end up using him as, to be the president throughout the whole movie. Anyway, got to see the movie. Kirk Douglas, born on this day back in 1916. Man, he, we just lost him uh, back in February. What a life, 103, 104, something like that. Uh, 100 and, yeah, 104. Red Fox. Sanford and Son, remember that? Born on this day back in 1922. Dick Van Patten, Eight is Enough. Born on this day back in 1928. See what I mean? There's tons of people, these actors born on today, born today. Buck Henry, Buck Henry, born on this day back in 1930. Morton Downey Jr., uh, the talk show guy. Remember, he was the one that had that crazy talk show win back in the 80s. Crazy talk show. I mean, he, you know, he get in your face kind of thing. You know, one of the first talk shows to do that. Then after him, you had a lot of people doing it. Dave Deacon Jones of the Washington Redskins. He was born on this date back in 1938. Bo Bridges, Fabulous Baker Boys. One of the Bridge, Bridges brothers. <laughs> 1941. Dick Buckus. 
Born on this day back in 1949, Steve Owens, football player, won the Heisman back in 1969. Uh, born on this day back in 1947. One of my favorites, John Malkovich. Con Air, just about anything he's in, he's good. He was born on this day back in 1953. Donny Osmond. Yeah, that one. <laughs> he's having a birthday today. Born on this day back in 1957, Felicity Huffman. Yep, the one that uh, went to prison for 10 days because she uh, helped get her daughter. Was it daughter or son? Daughter in college. And now the the, uh, girl from uh, Lori Laughlin, is that her name? From Full House, and she was on that show on Hallmark. What was it? When Calls the Heart. Uh, she's doing, what, two months? Husband doing five months? Something like that. Anyway, Felicity, she's married to... Oh, his name is uh, the Fargo guy. William H. Macy. He's fun. He's a good actor, too. Howard... <laughs> yeah, Big Bang Theory. Simon Helberg. Born on this date back in 1980. He's 40 years old today. And yeah, I'm starting, you know, you know, if, if you're one of these guys that were on the Big Bang Theory like this, you know, they're turning, okay, like Simon, he's turning 40. You wouldn't think he was that old, but... You know, you think about it, when they when they started this show, Big Bang Theory... They were like in their 20s. And I totally got it when uh, Jim Parsons said, hey, enough. You know, I could see it because that guy, he's uh, he's in his 40s trying to play, play a young guy. And, you know, if you, if you watch it, you know, if you're watching the reruns, go back and watch the first episode and watch toward the end. Yeah, you can see that age starting to creep in there a little bit. You know, they held it together for a long time. But, uh, the show, it's too bad it, you know, they couldn't stay young uh, for a lot longer time. All right, going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to be talking about gangs. Gangs that are targeting trucks, like in the Fast and Furious. It's going to be coming up here at the kitchen table. Here on FBTV Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back in two minutes. Hey, how you doing? Welcome back. You're at the kitchen table. Yes, every Monday through Friday morning, 9 a.m. Central Time, we get together for an hour and uh, fix all that is wrong in the world. (laughs) <laughs> Let's talk about it anyway. Hey, if you didn't know it, today's National Pastry Day. Yeah, your choice, actually. National Pastry Day or Christmas Card Day. Now, these are days, you know, some of them are on the calendars. Most of them aren't because somebody came up with the idea, hey, we ought to have a National Pastry Day or a Christmas Card Day. But anyway, National Pastry Day, a day that celebrates one of the world's most favored baked goods. Yeah, I like pastry. Visit your local bakery and p- 
pick up one or two of your favorite kinds. Now, pastry. What, what's your favorite pastry? I like, uh, is eclairs a pastry? Would that be a pastry? Or the, uh, uh, what do they call them, the cream horns? I call them cream horns. Is that a pastry? Probably. But the uh, uh, croissants. The croissant. I like, I like those too. But I don't know if they're a pastry or not. Anyway, Christmas card day, way back in 1843. Way back yonder. The first commercial Christmas card was created in England. And speaking of England, this is cool. We're gonna, going to be talking about this in a minute. Anyway, in England by Sir Henry Cole a civil servant who was responsible for the idea of sending greetings scribbled into a now-familiar card we get around the season of good cheer. Huh. How about that? 1843. I figured Christmas card day was something Hallmark came up with. But anyway, England. That's a good segue. Did you see this in the news? There's a guy in England, he's lived at this house for like 40 years. There was a manhole cover in his backyard, you know, like you see on the street. You know, or I've got one in my yard out in, well, I say yard, it's, you know, right next to the street, way back in the back in the corner on the other side of the fence, you know, that part that it's your property, you got to keep it up, but you can't do anything with it, you know. But the easeway, is that what they call it? But anyway, you know, you never think about it. The guy, it's been there. Okay, it's been there. It's a manhole cover, you know, in case anything, somebody ever needs to come into his property and go down into the, uh, fix whatever's wrong down there. You know, it's there. You never thought about it. Well, coronavirus and uh, him being, him being, you know, homebound, not able to do anything because coronavirus well, it got his curiosity up. Huh, what's under that manhole cover? What is under that? So he he got a friend over and they got some crowbars or whatever and they opened up the manhole cover and what did they find? Steps. Steps. Looks like this manhole cover wasn't something going down into the sewer system or the drainage or whatever, but it was built as an air raid shelter. Isn't that cool? It's not that big, but it's it's big enough. Well, you know, it's big enough. Uh, what was it? Uh, yeah, 5 by 10 foot. So what do you have, 50 square feet down there? It's buried 10 feet under the ground. It's been untouched for decades, but it's still sound. Anyway... It was built, uh, you know, probably back, you know, for World War II, bombings and things like that, air raid shelter. I think if you're in my part of the world, it would be a storm shelter, <laughs> you know, but uh, England, air raid. But anyway, he says he's uh, going to turn it into a bar. It's going to be where we can relax and when allowed, have family over when allowed. Isn't that something? Anyway, all right. Yeah, I saw that, and I thought, wow, what a what a trip. Okay, and, and here we are talking about United Kingdom still. Cargo thieves in the U.K. taking part in rolling heists right off of the action movie Fast and Furious in order to secure hard-to-get PlayStation 5 gaming consoles ahead of the uh, Christmas holiday. 
Now, why are we bringing this up? Well, because U.S. truck drivers have reason to be on guard as well. According to The Sun UK, cargo thieves have used a daring maneuver called the rollover. 27 times so far this year. The rollover involves using cars in front, behind, and in the lane next to a truck to prevent it from speeding up or merging to escape. A thief from the rear cargo emerges from the sunroof with a rope around his waist for safety. I mean, you know. (laughs) Then uses a cutting tool to break into the truck's trailer. From there, the thief can toss boxes from the trailer back through the sunroof and make his escape. Kind of like happens in New York City if you're not careful. Or used to, anyway. That was a big deal, you know, they open your trailer doors while you're going down the road and trying to throw stuff off the back. But anyways, the Sun reports that the thieves have targeted trucks carrying pricey items like cell phones, cigarettes, you know, they had to be in there, PlayStation 5, leading some to speculate that they may have been tipped off as to the contents of the trailer. You think? Since the PlayStation 5 console was launched by Sony in November, the gaming system has been flying off the shelves. And truck trailers as well, obviously. And it has become very difficult to get. Now, while this type of high so far has only been reported abroad, U.S. drivers should also be uh, using caution when hauling these high dollar type items, especially now. Last month, the FBI launched an investigation into armed robberies targeting FedEx and UPS trucks in the Washington, D.C. area. During one of the robberies, thieves told the driver that they were looking for PlayStation 5 consoles. FBI special agent in charge. Special agent. You ever notice when they, uh, on TV, they really make a deal. Boy, you, you call FBI... Are you an agent for the FBI? No, I'm a special agent for the FBI. <laughs> anyway, FBI assistant special agent in charge, Robert Bornstein, said of the Washington, D.C. armed robberies with some of the holidays arriving in some brands such as iPhone 12S, PlayStation 5 coming out. They're hot commodities. I think that's what's driving this type of act. That's the uh, FBI assistant special agent in charge talking. Carjacking and armed robbery are serious crimes, and the perpetrators of this latest spree are jeopardizing the safety of hardworking drivers and innocent bystanders in our communities with their reckless and violent actions. That's according to the FBI Washington Field Office agent director in charge. But, uh, yeah, I saw that. I thought, wow, how about that? Yeah, it's probably going to hit here. If it's in the U.K., you know it always comes over here. Remember the 60s and the Beatles and the Stones and the Who. (laughs) All right, today in history. Today, it's uh, December 9th. In addition to being National Pastry Day and Christmas Card Day, some very notable things happen on this date. Back in 1793... Noah Webster, he established New York's first daily newspaper. Yeah, what, 220 years plus? Yeah, pretty good run for newspapers. 
Yeah, you know, we all know they're on the way out. I hate that, too. I hate that. You know, I knew that enough. Where I'm at in Fort Smith, I think our ADI, Area of Dominant Influence, you know, the surrounding area, I think there's about 250,000 people, maybe a little bit more. City proper, maybe 85,000, something like that, but, you know, from the surrounding area. Newspapers here used to be thick. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, for what they were. Mondays were always thin papers, but Sunday, forget it, you know. They were thick. They was not like New York or anything like that, but, you know, for a small community, small market community, yeah, pretty good newspaper. Today, forget it. I mean, the Sunday paper. Sunday paper's not even enough to uh, line a birdcage with anymore, and... And Monday, it cracks me up, you know, when I, I get out on Monday mornings and I, you know, on the way to work or something, and I see these people that have, they've, they've, they've been thrown, you know, the, <laughs> the daily, and it's in that orange plastic uh, sleeve, you know, keep it from getting wet. I mean, the thing is so thin, there's no way these newspaper carriers can throw it. It won't fly. There's no weight to it. I mean, it's nothing there. I'm thinking they got to get out and drop it. And if a good wind comes along, they may have to go pick it up and drop it again. I mean, it's sad. It's, it's, it's sad. And I miss newspapers. Uh, you know, you remember the feel and the smell? I remember waking up and, you know, on Sundays and Dad having his face in the comics. But anyway, always fun to read the newspaper, have that cup of coffee. And yes, you know, years ago I smoked. Always nice to have that newspaper laid down on the kitchen table. Ashtray, cup of coffee. Enjoy your morning. But anyway. 1884, roller skates with ball bearings were patented in Chicago. Before that, they were square. <laughs> no, I don't know. 1907, the first Christmas sales were sold in Wilmington, Delaware. <clears throat> Wilmington, Delaware, post office to fight tuberculosis. Frosty the Snowman, Gene Autry's Frosty the Snowman, debuted on the music charts this date back in 1950. The world's heaviest turkey weighed in in 1979 at 77.25 pounds. And our crack research team, there was something added to that, something about 19... 80-something, 80, 80 pounds. I don't know. It, it, it kind of disputed this, but uh, there's an asterisk by this now, just so you know. But uh, according to our crack research team, the official heaviest turkey weighed in at 77 pounds on this date back in 1979. Now, why, why would they be weighing turkeys on December 9th in 1979. I have no clue. It must have been a contest, you think? They still have turkey shoots. I don't hear about them anymore. It's the gun thing, isn't it? Nah. 1992, uh, Britain's Prince Charles and Princess Di announced their separation. Got divorced in 96. Didn't she die in 97? Now, here's something I wasn't even going to bring up, but I think it is so crazy. This is the world then, 
and compare it to the world now. And we're only talking about uh, 26 years ago. Clinton, President Clinton. President Clinton demands the resignation of Surgeon General Joycelyn Elders after learning she said masturbation should be discussed in school as part of human sexuality. Today, that wouldn't even be a blip on the radar. What has happened? 1996, more than four months after the Olympic Game bombings in Atlanta, the FBI posted a $500,000 reward. And if you haven't seen the movie Jewel, Richard Jewell, he was the uh, working security. He's the FBI focused their... Uh, focused on him as a primary suspect, really screwed up his life. But if you haven't seen it, it's, uh, the movie Jewel, I think it's on HBO. Check it out, it's good. 2002, United Airlines filed the biggest bankruptcy in aviation history after losing $4 billion in the previous two years. And I wonder who's next. I, I, I think that may have been the biggest bankruptcy, but I think there's going to be a bigger one coming, especially after this coronavirus stuff, don't you think? I don't know. All right, you're at the kitchen table. we got more, more things to talk about. What was it? Saw something in here. Uh, produce sticker shock. Let's talk about that. Produce rates. That's going to be coming up here in just a couple of minutes here at the kitchen table on FBTV Radio. Twenty twenty, the year of the coronavirus. How you doing? This is the uh, kitchen table. Every morning, nine a.m. Monday through Friday. <laughs> Central Time. Get together one hour here on FBTV Radio. Here it's again throughout the day. And on your favorite podcast app. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, please do so. At Freight TV. Our YouTube channel, Freight Broker TV. Follow us there. That can help us. We're trying to grow that channel. Give us a thumbs up on the videos, you know. Share all that fun stuff on your podcast app. Give us a good rating. Help us climb. Help us climb. You know, they got podcasting awards now. They got awards for everything. But anyway, did you see this? <laughs> the uh, coronavirus has really screwed up everything. I mean, we know that. But... uh really uh, screwed up the cruise ship industry. And I always wanted to take a cruise. I always did. Up until the last, I don't know, five, six, seven years, it seems like anybody takes a cruise, they come down with something. They get sick. And, you know, isn't that weird? It never happened before, but now it happens now. A lot of things happen now that never happened before. I wonder why that is. Any idea? But anyway, Royal Caribbean, Caribbean they were uh, doing these cruise tests, trying to build up the public's, you know, confidence. And it's okay to take a cruise. I think somebody around here cruise line down in Florida, maybe, giving away free cruises. 
or they're taking applications because they're trying to do some practice runs, things like that. They may think twice about it now. But, uh, so they've been doing these cruises to nowhere. I'm sure they're pretty cheap. Just to get people back in the swing of things again. Well, all the passengers and the crew had to test before boarding to make sure that COVID-19 didn't get on. But after they got on, an 83-year-old passenger ended up testing positive. <laughs> Figured that one out. How did it get on if it wasn't there to begin with? Maybe the test? You have to wonder, who, who's where do these tests come from? Is China making them? That's one thing you don't hear about very much anymore. You know, uh, back a few months ago, that's all you heard. You know, China, 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 you know, we got to do away with China. Not do away with them, you know what I mean. You know, we got to be become self-sufficient. We got to uh, manufacture our own stuff. We got to bring the manufacturing back to the States. You don't hear that anymore. I, don't have, I haven't even heard Tom Cotton talk about that lately. And he was one of the big proponents. We need to refocus on that. Now that Biden's coming back in the office, well, we all know how that relationship, him and China, work. Allegedly. I don't know. It's pretty wild. But I, I just, uh, I don't know. All right. Owner-operators. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about something else. Produce. Yeah. Produce sticker shock on farms. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the price of produce, produce rates are skyrocket. According to the USDA, <clears throat> excuse me, spot rates for truckloads hauling produce are hitting their highest marks of the year <clears throat> with rates exceeding $10,000 in certain lanes across the U.S. Almost anyone who has been involved in domestic transportation over the past few years, past few, I, the, knows about the uh, infamous produce season. I, I don't know. I don't get that sense. I say past few years. You know, it's been going on since the beginning of time. The <laughs> produce season that typically hits in the uh, late spring when several crops are harvested in California at the same time. While a late-year peak of produce truckload rates is not necessarily out of the normal, the difference between the two seasons are historic. I mean, yeah, it's always going to be better in the spring. Produce, which includes fresh fruits, fruits, fresh fruits, fresh fruits and vegetables, is typically transported on uh, refrigerated units. In an earlier chart of the uh, uh, reefers carrying, well, let's see, let's go on here. It's talking about stuff. That we uh, we don't need to read that, do we? We don't need to see. It. Well, I just read. in an earlier chart of the week article, we highlighted how reefer carrier revenue growth has outpaced its driving counterparts through most of the second half of 2020. Okay, this chart from that article, and I don't even know where we got that article. Let's see if I can find it real quick so we can give them credit. Hold on here, I'll give them credit because we go all over the internet getting. Uh, Information. Uh, well, I thought it was this one. Maybe not. It's got to be this one. 
Huh, well, freight waves. Freight waves. But anyway, the average rate uh, for moving a produce load from Salina Valley in Northern California to Philadelphia has risen from $7,550 in mid-June, typical average for the late spring peak, to get this, $10,150 at the end of November. Wow. $10,150 to move a load of produce from Northern California to Philadelphia. I, be- I-, I believe what they're reporting to be true, but I bet if we uh, ask a lot of truck drivers that hauled, hauled that freight, hey, did you really get $10,000 for hauling a load from Northern California to uh Philadelphia, I would almost bet you're not going to get one driver <laughs> that got paid that much. Maybe, maybe, you know, if they had a direct contract with uh, one of the farms. But anyway, I thought that was pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. All right. Oh, here's some weird. Now, now we'll hit that later. Maybe tomorrow if we got time. Because earlier we talked about the 13 things. We all we all use WD-40. We all use WD-40. We use it to uh, loosen nuts that have rusted, you know, onto the bolt. Use it to make things not squeak. I mean, we use it for all kinds of stuff. Here's 13 amazing uses for WD-40. That uh, maybe you haven't thought about. You can use it to protect a bird feeder. Squirrels will slide right off of it. <laughs> Separate stuck glassware. I, I don't get that. Stuck glassware. I don't know what that means. I've never had any glassware that was stuck. You got a ring that's stuck on your finger? Yeah, you know, you could use WD-40. I'd probably use butter, but... Exterminate roaches and repel insects. They didn't know that, but that's kind of an expensive roach killer and insect repellent. Remove chewing gum from hair. Yeah, you could use it for that. But you're going to be weeks trying to wash that oil out. (laughs) Peanut butter, peanut butter. Scuff marks on the floor. Been trying to get them out? Try a WD-40. Tea stains. Tea stains, T-E-A, stains. Wipe away tea stains. Clean toilet bowls. Who is going to use Who is going to use WD-40 to clean their toilet bowl? But it can be used for that. That's, 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 that's what we're talking about. Things you can use it for that maybe you didn't know. Winterproof boots and shoes. Yeah, but isn't that going to you know, kind of ruin them as far as the color. Clean and restore license plates. Prevent some oh snow buildup on windows. But you're going to have that oily film. I, I see what it's doing. Yeah, okay, the snow hits it. It don't build up. It slides right off. Keep wasp from building nest. That's a good one, especially around where I live. Didn't know that. I may try that next year. 
And if you got a puppy dog or any type of a dog, dog and let that dog roam around your backyard, you go back there, you're mowing grass, it's inevitable, you're going to step in it. WD-40. WD-40 to the rescue. It will help you <laughs> get the stepped-in mess off the bottom of your shoe. Nobody likes stepping in that stuff. You know, people walk their dog around my neighborhood. And it just kills me that, you know, they... they Oh, you want to go in that yard? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, they don't clean up after themselves, but anyway. I reckon that's the way it is. All right, what are we doing? We are about to call it a day. Yes, I'm getting ready to... Uh, well, I got some clients this morning going to be working with. They're going to be uh, working toward opening their own freight brokerage or starting out as an agent. And... Uh, then it's off to the lake, off to the water. So tomorrow, she'll be talking about uh, the kind of day I had. Fishing, all that fun stuff. Anyway, all right. It's Wednesday, December 9th. Go have a good Wednesday. Unless, of course, you've made other plans, we will talk more in the morning here at the kitchen table. Have a good day. Bye-bye.